Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. This morning, live in studio with me will be County Commissioner John Sobel as he seeks re-election. The election is coming up in November. We're going to be dedicating this show for the month to all of our county commission candidates. And so when we return, we're going to sit down with County Commissioner John Sobel. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community Counting Services for local family-based mental health. Lifespan Family Services provides foster care and adoption services. What is adoption? It's either accepting a child from the foster care system to become your permanent child forever, or perhaps a private adoption where a family may not be able to care for their children and they let you become their permanent parent. LifespanFamilyServices.com, building families through adoption and foster care. Call us today, LifespanFamilyServices.com. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Uh, as I said earlier, this month we'll be talking to all the candidates who are running for county commission, very important elections. But this morning I'm sitting down live with County Commissioner John Sobel. Sir, welcome to Contact. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on your show this morning. Yes, absolutely. I want to let my uh, listeners know that uh, just the format of this, this was not intended to be a debate, but rather a conversation around certain topics. And so uh, I want them to know how the format is. But I first want to just start with uh, letting us know who is John Sobel. Well, uh, John Sobel is, uh, I've served as uh, Clearfield County Commissioner. I've served as Clearfield County Commissioner since 2008. Uh, I am seeking re-election. If I'm re-elected, uh, this will be my last term. Uh, in a prior life, I practiced law full-time. Uh, I do have a law degree. Uh, that has become very much a part-time practice now, but I still do a little bit. I just did a hearing in front of uh, Magisterial District Judge uh, Mahalik last week, for example. So, uh, But uh, I'm, I've enjoyed it, uh, and I do enjoy it, but uh, uh, I think, uh, like I said, I have some things I want to wrap up, but uh, I think I'm getting towards the, uh, the end of my career, and I, wanna, uh, I would like to go out with a bang. Yeah, no, and I should tell my listeners, uh, I work in politics— uh, one of the first campaigns I ever worked on uh, was a campaign for John Sobel, not for county commission, but it was a while ago. I was like in my early teens, so uh, I've known you, but let's talk about your career in the county commission if we can. Sure. Let's, uh, let's focus on what do you think is the biggest issue facing the county now? Is it something like the drug epidemic? Is it mental health epidemic? What, what, what's facing our county? I, I do think it's the drug ep epidemic, Michael, although you did mention the mental health uh, epidemic certainly is related. Uh, unfortunately, it has become so commonplace and so much a part of, of our culture that uh, it, its effects are, I think, having a very uh, a negative impact on Clearfield County. It's affecting the workplace. I think it's, it's in addition to just uh, cutting lives short, it's, it's keeping people from realizing their potential. Uh, and, and I think that, that permeates throughout the uh, fabric of our local society. I think we can, I definitely think we can get a handle on it and can control it. We have to continue to support the men and women of law enforcement as far as the uh, punitive aspect of it. But I do think we have to expand uh, the treatment aspect of it also because if you don't break the cycle of addiction, the problem's going to continue. The district attorney told me just a few weeks ago that he feels that probably 
60% of the crime his office deals with is, is related to drugs in one way or another. So mm. we, need, we need expanded treatment methodology. We need things like a drug court, which I know the district attorney has been uh, advocating for. I'm very pleased to see that the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court has come up with a re- idea of a regional veterans court for, uh, that would include Clearfield County. And that obviously would, would uh, uh, deal with a lot of substance abuse issues that uh, veterans like yourself uh, have to have, have had to deal with in fighting the demons that they deal with. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it uh, obviously an extremely important issue. And to your point, sir, I think it is a drag on our community, right? When somebody Correct. is addicted to drugs, obviously the workforce suffers, our community suffers. There are a lot of things that... Uh, feel those effects not just the person there is a lot going on when we don't deal with this drug issue so i think that's enlightening from you and um how do you foresee us can you expand maybe just a little bit elaborate on like what you think we should do as a county to fight the drug epidemic absolutely i i i fortunately uh, through a combined effort of Clearfield County on its own, and, and I do want to point that out, uh, and the work of, of various states' attorney generals, a lot of litigation was initiated against Big Pharma to deal with the uh, opioid epidemic. Right. Uh, we are now receiving the funds and will be receiving the funds over a number of years, so we finally have some assets that we can use in the war against drugs uh, locally here that we have not had before. I think we definitely need a drug court. I think we need. Uh, I think we need to take advantage of uh, this veterans court concept. That's something we're just learning uh, learning about, and, and I'll be taking a trip in a couple of weeks to learn more about. Uh, I think that we need to work very closely with our mental health and uh, drug and alcohol community. Uh, listen to what they have to say and and be supportive. We uh, we've been in uh, conference with the uh, Drug and Alcohol Commission, and are looking at funding a suggestion they have is more education uh, in the schools to deal with the deal with the younger kids in late elementary before they get caught up in this in junior the junior high years sure. and things like that. So I, I think we can do it. I think the, I, I think education is important. I think treatment's important. Of course, continued there is a punitive aspect continued. Uh, involvement with law enforcement, but I think I think probably as a group, if we as a a local community will recognize it as a problem, and individually make the efforts that we need to do, and we county commissioners can be an advocate for that, a cheerleader for that. Uh, I think we can get it under control. We'll never wipe it out, but I think we can control it and control it very well if we if we make the effort. Yeah, and I I, I believe that to be absolutely true. I'm going to pivot now. Um, Representatives Mike Armanini and Dallas Kippart have said, uh, I, I believe correctly, that uh, we have a lot of minerals and rare earth um, elements here in our area. I know Sandy Township, uh, their manager, Sean Arbaugh, has pitched the idea of having some industry move into Sandy Township around the rare earth minerals as commissioner, what's your take on that situation and how important is it to our area? I think it's extremely important to our area, uh, Michael. Uh, it, it, the, the development of, an ind- of a rare earth and critical minerals industry is, is right now at a fledgling stage. But it will be very important in the future if we're successful in, in getting it 
entrenched here. Uh, as you know, America has finally woken up and realized that we're too dependent on foreign sources, particularly the Chinese. Right. It is found in abundance in association with coal. So in the historic coal mining regions, such as Clearfield County, we, we also have it in abundance. In fact, ironically, I was just talking, I was just participating in a conference with a company that's interested in putting a project in just north of here that uh, made a point of saying how abundant our rare earth and critical minerals are and also what uh, the large quantities we have, things like cobalt, lithium, manganese, magnesium, aluminum, uh, graphite, uh, which uh, they're all here. There are a number of companies looking at Clearfield County. They're, they're in the process of waiting for uh, grant funding from the federal government. But uh, hopefully, if, if uh, collectively we leaders can get them here, and there's a small group of folks I've been working with that, that are trying to draw attention to Clearfield County, uh, uh, to the government and the private sector, uh, I think it can bring well-paying jobs. It can bring jobs with a scientific background. So our kids that are interested in science, maybe they can stick around and get these jobs here rather than leave. Uh, and it can be a game changer for a local economy. It can really bring a lot of wealth and, and kind of fulfill almost like uh, an historic uh, um, movement that we have. You know, Clearfield County historically has, has had an economy that has enriched it on natural resources. And once again, maybe we can, we can uh, fulfill that economic promise of natural resources. Yeah, it, uh, seems, it seems like uh, it'd be great for our economy. I mean, you're talking about a lot of jobs, yes. a lot of high-paying jobs, quite frankly, and, uh, and not jobs that just come and disappear. This would be Correct. a long-term effort, and um, I think we don't always stop to think about what we have right here in the county at our disposal that would be helpful to not just our area, but to the nation Correct. as well. And pivoting uh, to, to another issue, something near and dear to me, is Children, Youth, and Services. Sure. As you may know, I was in Children, Youth, and Services in Jefferson County, but I uh, look back at that, and it's always been, a, quite frankly, just a pet peeve of mine. So I want to ask you and talk to you about Children, Youth, and Services right here in Clearfield County. Sure. How is that? How is that office operating, and do you think it's funded well, or do you think we should maybe increase funding? And how? What's your confidence level in the Children, Youth, and Services in our in our county? I, I have a lot of confidence in them now, Michael. We put some new leadership in, uh, and we've also increased the funding. Uh, unfortunately, like so many employers, uh, we we're having staffing issues at CYS, and that's sure. one of the reasons why we increased the funding. Uh, uh, and it, it's not just a county problem, it's a statewide problem, but it's st still it's a problem. The uh, folks that work at Children Youth Services right now are spread razor thin, and so that's why we've upped the funding both to hopefully attract more applicants for the jobs, but also give them more resources to work with. I, I'm sure you've noticed that, um, and I, d I don't know if it's the, it's probably a combination of the drug problem, the decline of the nuclear family, uh, maybe long-term consequences of the Great Recession economically here, but kids are not, a lot, many kids are not getting the uh, parental 
leadership and and uh, care that they should be getting. Unfortunately, government's having to step in the schools, children and youth services, law enforcement. And uh, when you're dealing with situations where children could be harmed or, or a child could lose their life, there's there's no compromise. So that's why right. we felt we had to we had to make the changes that we did. But but I do think in the future things will uh, I, I have a lot of confidence in children youth services. No, that's really good to hear because I think obviously they're the, they tend to be the most vulnerable children, right? You're Absolutely. In, you're in the system of government and the county is essentially uh, responsible for that child. I know when I was in Jefferson County Youth and Services, you always had to meet with your social workers and Mm -hmm. go through the system. And quite frankly, eventually I won my adoption. But I think the system still needs help and it still needs uh, reformed to try to make it easier to help these children to get out of that system. And so I appreciate your efforts there uh, and your explanation. Um, it's always reassuring when you say you have confidence in mm-hmm. uh, that area. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, moving on to uh, back to the county and more of a, a governmental sure. something that you get involved with in a lot is sure. our infrastructure in our county. Yeah. What do you think is the most pressing need infrastructure-wise uh, that you could, that John Sobel looks at and says, yeah, we can do better and we should try to improve something? I, I think it's three things, Michael. Number one, I think it's your traditional water and sewer and bridges. A lot of our small communities just don't have the resources nor the income anymore to be able to maintain them. I would know Clearfield County has 13 bridges that we're responsible for. Uh, in those areas, we, we've been making effort to make American Rescue monies act money is available to our uh, communities to help with that and, and of course clearfield county is is working at making sure we maintain our bridges however i would also note something that the county has been getting involved in recently actually it's being led by commissioner glass broadband i think is very important in clearfield county it's like uh you'll hear us say it's like bringing electric to the farm back in the teens 20s right. and 30s it's absolutely right a young person nowadays won't buy a house unless they're uh it's got uh, 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 very good internet service. Uh, so we are working very closely with internet providers, with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, with the Broadband Authority, uh, to try to make sure we bring good broadband to Clearfield County. Uh, and I think that's, uh, if done well, I think that's an infrastructure need that will uh, be satisfied and hopefully serve us well in the future. I don't want to forget, again, about the traditional kinds. We've had many, many of our local officials come to us asking for us for help, and we hear them. Uh, they're very expensive projects and that need uh, something done about. But those are the three, I think, are probably the uh, ones I, l- I look at the most. Sure. Uh, water, sewer, bridges, all expensive, right? We mm-hmm. can't just uh, – we don't have an unlimited amount of money for you to just go around and fix every bridge in the county that would need fixed. Mm-hmm. Um how do you how do you prioritize like what should happen first in those areas? Well, we, we fortunately we're able to work closely with engineers. We we have the county employs engineers to work with us. Uh, oftentimes, municipalities have their own engineers, and we just try to take a look. We come up with a uh, a scale of uh, a rating scale as to which bridges are in the best shape. Which bridges, for example, using bridges as an example, are in the we're shape uh, and and go from there. Um, we we also plan uh, prospectively. In other words, we will will come up with a multi-year plan. In other words, okay, we'll take care of 
bridge A this year, next year bridges B and C. D can last for four or five years. We'll get at that one. Uh, and and, uh, and and we also try to work with the, uh, again, the local municipalities. We take a look in trying to decide how we can help them. We try to la- take a look at which one that we think has the most immediate need. If someone's bridge can last a little bit longer, okay, we'll put that off a little bit and, and try to help someone who has an immediate need. Or if somebody's sewer system, for example, is on the point of collapse, obviously that's something, that's somebody that needs help and we'll work with them. As yes, quickly as absolutely. Excuse me. Back to uh, broadband for one moment. Yes, sir. Are you are you pleased with how it's coming along? Obviously, uh, I think we learned during the pandemic uh, very vital for children to have access to school. Um, and obviously, we're in a rural part of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, are you pleased with the with the progress of getting broadband everywhere? I know you guys have been uh, asking us to participate in surveys and and very transparent about how it's unfolding. Yes, I am. I, I know, folks. That's something that folks often get frustrated with because in this modern world, we're used to getting things very quickly. It will take a few years to have a uh, have the county taken care of as far as its broadband needs. But, but I am pleased because we've gotten some very good proposals from um, several providers, but one provider in particular uh, that we think will meet most of the, if we're able to get the funding, will meet most of the needs um, for the county. We want we want to make sure we get fiber in as much as we can because, mm-hmm. in our opinion, that's the best way to handle it. Some parts of the county will have to go to maybe even something like Starlink. Who knows? But um, uh, I guess what I like about it is it's been steady, and what we've been receiving in a steady fashion is is pretty good advice and what looks like pretty good proposals. And we feel that there's going to be plenty of money available in the next few years uh, for us to apply for. So, And we have, if need be, we have some American Rescue Act monies we can apply uh, if we don't get all the funding that we need. So, uh, so overall, I am satisfied. It's going to take a little while, uh, and it may seem to be crawling along to a lot of folks. But I think it's moving along a little bit better than maybe some folks think. Yeah, that's excellent to hear. And um I have a question for you uh, regarding, and I want to be careful with this question because we're not here to judge whether or not someone's innocent or guilty, but from your perspective, you're a county commissioner. Mm -hmm. Um, The county commission has, in the past, uh, taken action in this situation. What are your thoughts on uh, yesterday? Unfortunately, new charges arrived for a former city manager. They're very serious charges. Mm-hmm. I believe it's 13 felonies, mm-hmm. uh, and a host of misdemeanors. But from your position as a public servant, mm-hmm. what do you think of this situation, and are you concerned about the public trust being broken? Yeah, I, I am, and I do. Michael, you're right, particularly since I'm an officer of the court. I have to be very careful what I say, and, and I echo what you're saying, that, that everyone is entitled to a presumption of innocence in this country until right. proven guilty, and we have to keep that, keep that foremost in mind. Uh, but obviously, any time an allegation arises about a, a, the public trust being broken, that does cause me concern. I do want to say one thing, though. I, I, I do think, looking prospectively, I think Dubois is going to be okay. And the reason I say that is, listen, we you know, we govern ourselves in this country, and when you govern yourself, it's incumbent on 
citizens to to pay attention and and get involved and that's exactly what's happened in Dubois if you notice over the past several months so many people have decided they want to make sure we you have good government here in Dubois they want to they're coming to public meetings they're making public comment they're running for office um, and that's the way democracy is supposed to work and I think I think democracy is alive and well in Dubois and quite frankly I think it speaks very well of uh, citizens in the Dubois area. So I think with all the cha- even with all the challenges they're facing, I think Dubois is going to turn out okay. Yeah, no, I believe we're over. a resilient city and uh, appreciate your comments because I've been very impressed with the people of Dubois for showing up and saying we care enough to go to the city council meetings and ask real questions. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't happened in a long time. So I yeah. agree with your sentiment. Um With that, sir, we're going to take a break, but we're going to come back and we'll be finishing our conversation with County Commissioner John Sobel. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Hi, folks. Are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services. We provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. I'm live with County Commissioner John Sobel as we discuss uh, where he feels, what he feels about certain issues, and he's up for re-election. We'll be interviewing all of the candidates in this same kind of format, but the commissioner was willing to go first for us, so we thank you for that, sir. But uh, we've covered a lot of different ground, and I want to be able to give you and every candidate an opportunity to make your case why, why you should be reelected. So if you would like to take a few minutes and tell us why we should uh, elect John Sobel to the county commission. Okay, thank you, Michael. Well, uh, several reasons, Michael. First of all, um, and I know I know uh, elected officials have been around for a long time, always <laughs> always argue experience. But I, I would mention I, I do have a, all the years of being commissioner and other positions I've held with the county prior to that. I, I that experience really does give me an understanding of the ins and outs of county government and how it works. Uh, I also. Um, I, you know, I've been at the helm providing leadership to the county, along with, with other commissioners. I don't want to uh, forget about them. Uh, during some of the worst times Clearfield County's experienced, the Great Recession, COVID, uh, you know, and, and I, think, I think in the end, Clearfield, with all the challenges they faced, I think Clearfield County came through them uh, in the main, uh, in the good. Um, I, I enjoy my job. Uh, I enjoy representing the citizens of, of Clearfield County. It's a diverse county. It's it's uh, uh, it's got a great history. It's I think it will have a great future. And as I said, I, I I'm looking forward to uh, having the opportunity to uh, see some things come to fruition in the next few years. Hopefully, we're going to have a uh, uh, critical minerals industry. Hopefully, we're going to uh, hopefully we're going to have some uh, some municipal mergers. That's something I'm I'm hoping to to see in the near future. And and hopefully, we're going to see uh, uh, again partnering with law enforcement a, a terrible drug problem under control. Thank you. Yeah, no, I think uh, all of those are uh, obviously very important issues. 
I want to thank you for uh, coming on. I don't think it's easy when you're just throwing a bunch of questions uh, to give us your opinion, but I do believe that that is, as you said, how democracy works, and you are an elected official, but you've been willing to take the questions and answer them, and so... Uh, sir, we're, we'll see you out on the campaign trail, but I want to wish you and all the candidates well as you make your final case here in the final month to uh, the voters of Clearfield County. Thank you so much for uh, coming on and, and taking the questions. Commissioner John Sobel, we appreciate you for coming on. Thank you, Michael.